Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Harvey Norman, one thank Your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Bunyip Recreation Reserve for Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app and at sen.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcast. It's now a very great pleasure to introduce our first guest of the afternoon on Saturdays in Gippsland, the ex and Kilda champion and cult hero down at the Saints, and now the Bunyip under-16s coach, Ozzie Jones. Welcome to SEN Gippsland. Jeez, I've come a long way, haven't I? <laughs> Playing at Eddie Haddon, MCG, to coaching the 16s out here at Bunyip. You, you, you say that like that, but that is magnificent what you're doing because I know when I was 16, if I was uh, playing locally and I had, say, my hero was Alex Jezelenko and I'm lining up in the under-16s and Jez is coaching, I'm training 18 days a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, how, how are the kids? Are you enjoying it, firstly? I, I love it and I, I did play it down, but I've pretty much filled every role here at the footy club. I'm current vice-pres. Um, I've got younger fellas, so I've coached them in the 10s and 12s and 14s, and they're actually still in the junior part of the, the club. But um, this, the senior club, we lost a couple of coaches, etc. so I um, stepped up to take the 16s. Like I said, vice-pres, I've been pres, um, because, you know, a few people will understand that I gave the game away early, had a year to go on my contract at, at the Saints, but I've never regretted it, because I feel more comfortable in this environment. You know, th- this is me, I'll, I'll get these formalities done and wander over and grab a beer, you know, all, yeah. all those sort of things. I... I enjoy that. You know, I'm watching one of our best players of all time out there, Michael White, dominate in the in the twos. You know, it's just that club environment. Someone like him to to stick around when the club needs extra players. Um, that, that's what I love. You know, it's the heart and soul, and people that are here involved in our footy club are here for the right reasons. And geez, we've got some good people. I'm really interested in that comment. When when you you come through the Stingrays from the Beaconsfield Berwick area, you get to the Stingrays and you go to the Saints for a very long time in a successful side and had a fantastic career. When you got back to the bush, and I know you were at Gippy Power for a while, and but you went back to, say, local suburban footy, did you say to yourself, gee, I've missed this? Uh, it, was, it was a fine fine line because I, I played 11 years at, at the Saints, and I, I don't regret any of that either. You know, to, to be a, a typical Aussie kid I was growing up, footy in the winter, cricket in the summer, and, and loved absolutely both, both sports. So I cherished the 11 years I, I got at the Saints, um, and I also knew that I'd have time to go back and enjoy that, that local footy. So while I was at the Saints, I, I didn't miss it. Um, gave that club everything I, I had. But then once I had made the, the transition, um, my first year out of St Kilda, went to, went to Narry and actually played with my best mate, which just made it even that, that more special. I, I haven't looked back. I haven't missed the AFL footy. I get back and um, watch the Saints a, a little bit, but uh, I, I feel very home here. So today, Vice President, Coach of the Under-16s, uh, we spoke just before we went to the first break, before you come on air, and about 
a new coach, Lachlan Petch, who's yep. a playing coach. Will you jump in the box at any stage today to help him out, or will you just sit back? No, so I am in the box today. Um, yeah, I basically he stepped up for us uh, about four, four or five weeks ago. Um, he's raw. Um, he knows it. He's actually said to us that we can continue to be active and go out and search for a coach. He's a part-timer. He's a fill-in. If we can get a coach during 2023, he'll step aside and become a player again. Um, but it also gives us the advantage to go out and interview new coaches now for 2024. Um, just with his honesty and with how he's been with us, go out, make this club better. I'll do the role for you now. But if you can find someone better, I'll step aside and play my role. Pretty selfless from a coach. Fantastic. Obviously, we were talking before the break. It was a bit of a turbulent off-season in terms of losing players. A couple of boys to Druin, Will Papley, Xavier Kinder. How have the boys been able to respond to that in preparation for today? Uh, up and down, to be honest. We, um, you sort of um, talk about turbulent from what you've seen from the outside. It's probably um, tenfold in, inside the club. It's been really, really hard work. Um, and like I said, probably in my first uh, uh, sentence... There's a lot of good people at our footy club, a lot of hard workers at, at the footy club. And without them, we, we were close to considering recession. Um, wow. that, that's, that's how close it was. Um, and now we feel two, two full sides um, without having... And this is, I, I sort of joke about it in the social rooms. Without fat blokes like me having a, to pull the boots on, it was desperation stakes where we're going to have 46-year-olds, 50-year-olds playing forward pocket, back pockets, doing hammies, not being able to work on Monday. We've got two full sides of dedicated young men out there this week. And it's a, it's a credit to all the work that goes in um, behind the scenes. And we are putting the turbulence behind us. Um, great day for footy. The clubs presented themselves well. Like I said, these young men are out having an absolute crack. And it's a, it's a credit to everyone involved. And a strong history the club has got, Aussie, as we all know. And I remember when I coached Neil Madanum against uh, Bunya back in the day, the sausage king Shane Munford was running around in the middle and... Uh, another one that's gone on to the Swans and kicked six last night. Tommy Papley, you would have been pretty happy about that. Did he celebrate? I didn't see Tommy Tommy, Tommy celebrate. <laughs> he's the king, isn't he? He's, a, he's an absolute star, mate. Reminds uh, me of number one at St Kilda many years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually wasn't a massive celebrator, but never kicked a heap of goals either. So, uh, uh, Tommy's the star. Their, their family have been involved in our footy club. Dave, the old man, similar to me. He's coached, coached the club, been president, dumb, uh, dealt with the juniors, that um, they are firmly entrenched. Losing young Will uh, to Druin certainly hurt us, just with that Papley name and the and the history. But there was there was some um, some players that were pretty pretty disgruntled last year with um, some of the decisions the the committee made. And we we tried everything to keep the players, but we also understood why why some of them left. And, and we don't hold a grudge. All we need to do is make sure our environment's strong here. So if they ever want to return to Bunyip, they're returning to a strong club. It's funny you mentioned goals. I'll ask you a question in a moment, but just before I do, what are you what are you most excited for this year with all the opportunities that the young fellas have? I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, it, pre-game, five of us presented jumpers to, to first gamers. There's uh, a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old, and three 18-year-olds all, all playing their, their first game. And, and when you go into a season knowing um, you're probably going to have your challenges on, on field, um, you look forward to those positives. And and the senior coach spoke spoke brilliantly. Everyone that presented a jumper spoke brilliantly. And it's that excitement that you get from seeing a first gamer and a guy develop throughout his, his first year. And as supporters, um, you know, over there in front of the social rooms, they're, they're going to be looking forward to those young kids and seeing their development through the year. Now, the one I've got to ask about, because there's a lot of excitement around his pre-season, is Alex Dykstra. 
Sounds like he's had a ripper. Yeah, the kid's a star. Yeah. The, kid, the kid's a star. So I, I haven't coached for three years, and he's this is his first year out of junior footy, so out of the under-18s. I haven't coached for three years, and I coached him in senior footy. So he debuted as a 15-year-old. Wow. I think he had 21, 11 tackles and a couple of goals in his in his first game. Um, he made some choices. Our under-18s last couple of years have been, been going okay, and he sort of judged uh, balance between seniors and 18s. And this is his first year up. His pre-season's been outstanding. For us guys that are here, line market and stuff after hours, he's here having a kick, getting fit. Um, he'll he'll be our best player throughout the, the year. Um, my only concern for, for Alex will be that he's going to have to carry a fair bit of load as, a, as an 18-year-old. But he doesn't get overawed. He's not a big head or an, or an ego. He works hard. He's got his head down. And uh, I don't think anything's going to affect him. Is he the sort of kid that will come up to an Aussie Jones on the track or in the clubhouse, just uh, tug on your jumper there and say, Aussie, I'm struggling with a tag or I'm doing something and ask for some advice? Will he openly do that? Well, he hasn't, he hasn't yet. Um, he's such a, such a dedicated, focused young man that he goes about his own business in his own way and he's very, very quiet. Um, so probably, you know, if, if guys that are around the footy club that have played a bit of senior footy, you know, whether at my level or, or local level, see that Alex is, is struggling. It's probably actually up to us to, to go and initiate the, the contact because it's not shy. Like I said, he's got that confidence in his own ability, but he's very, very quiet young man. Now, Ozzy, we won't dabble too much into the Saints in your career because we've done that in the past. But one question for you, for all our listeners who might be curious, I think you know where I'm going with this. 2004 against Brisbane, yep. was it a point? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, and it, it won us the game, the fact that the umpire called it a point because yes. it was out in the full... For us, it was a seven-point play. Yeah. I can't... I can remember my point. I can remember Schwartz's goal from miles out. Um, I can't remember what happened in between, but if they called mine out in the full, we'd probably get done. And actually, I think it might have got us into a top-four spot. So that goal umpire was uh, very, very handy for us. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't involved with many rule changes, but they did make the point post and goal post taller after did. that. So I can say I was uh, involved in a rule change. Yeah. Nothing important. We just made shit taller. <laughs> hey, uh, now, you said before a little fat Aussie Jones. You look like you're in ripping neck to me. You had a bit of a trundle with the 16s just recently up, up a mountain, I'm told. Yeah, so we set him a challenge. There's a, a, a local uh, tourist walk called Mount Cannibal. It's, a, it's only 2.8 k's round, but it's very, very steep. I went off way too quick. Uh, basically, I sort of set him a challenge. If, if all of them beat me, I'll put dinners on for them the, the following Thursday night. And they all beat me. But seriously, <laughs> I was going up this steep hill and I was cooked. Uh, I still had two Ks to go. So by the time I got to the top, I was well and truly walking. Picked up a little bit of pace downhill. Um, but no, nah, they, all, they all beat me home. You know what young kids are like. They can just run all day. And I'd probably come off a day of concrete and then all that sort of crap. So I was done by then. They would have been, surely, Ozzy, they would have been saying to each other, We've got to beat Aussie. <laughs> We've got to give Aussie a touch-up. You see, you're concreting. I am, yeah. I don't know wow. why. Yeah, I don't know how I got into, into that. Been doing it for about seven years. Out of every, anything in the world, I don't know how I ended up. An ex-footballer at the top level, that's a hard gig. Yeah, it's a, it, is a, it is a hard gig. But uh, I work for myself, and I tend not to do the harder bits of it. That's very smart. Yeah, very smart. So that's worked out all right. <laughs> <laughs> Aussie, thanks very much for joining us this afternoon. Giving up your time. You're going to be in the box this afternoon. I'm really happy about hearing that. The 16s this morning, just before we went, let you go, how'd they go? Really good, really good. We, we've got a younger team, a bit smaller size um, in terms of development and height. Um, but the opposition, Burra came at us a couple of times and dominated patches of the play. The thing I was proud of with our boys is they kept coming. They kept coming. It sort of got out to maybe five goals early. We got it back to a couple. 
They got out to four, got it really close, and they end up beating us by about three or four goals. Um, one of those honourable losses. I don't want to clap them too much, but first game up with a new group, the boys were really, really good. So some good signs. Some good signs, some good kids out there, and some that have had two play their first game today. One kid's from rugby, and he runs hard and straight at the ball, and he tackles like a bull. Oh. So I already pretty much told him after round one today, he's going to get most improved because it's coming. <laughs> he's going to be a star. Fantastic, Aussie. As long as you can teach him how to take four bounces down the wing and kick a running goal in a grand final, I'll be a happy man. Exactly right. Super to have you on board today. Hey, all the best this afternoon. All the best with what you're doing with Bunyip for the rest of the year. I think you're doing a mighty job, and we hopefully talk to you again later on in the season. Always available. You guys are doing a huge job too for our, for our game and local footy to be out in the uh, in the stratosphere, mate. It's awesome, guys. So thank you very much. And the, and the SEN and all the sponsors, which I'm sure Brett will cover off shortly because I don't know who they are. <laughs> uh, good stuff, Aussie. We'll go to the news. When we come back from the news, we will have that man in the Alex Scott and staff caravan, That's the great right. Brett Tassari.